Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. What's up, guys? Welcome back to... Um Fuck, I literally almost called views. Yeah. Go ahead. You're good. <laughs> okay, roll the intro music. <laughs> this is the Views Podcast. I'm David. That's Jason. Jay, what's up? We're at Lollapalooza. We're in Chicago. We're recording straight from our hotel room today. Straight from the hotel room and then on our way to Lollapalooza to watch all of our friends get totally plastered, and then David to get frustrated because he can't get any jokes, but it's right there for him. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. Todd's well, literally cross-eyed. Lollapalooza is going to be tricky. How's your flight in? Oh, my God. First of all, yeah. you gave me so much shit about coming here. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come. I leave. Charlie's crying. No, she's not. Oh, bawling. Your, I ha- bawling. Your daughter was crying that but you were leaving. I don't want you to go. Her mom's gone. She's, she's with my mom. No fucking way. Can't drive. She was crying. Bawling. She's like, I don't want you to go, daddy. Like that. What did you do? I, I fucking felt heartbroken. I hit her. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I just kind of whacked her. <laughs> I, I played Monopoly with her for a while. Oh, uh, thank God you got out of there. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've ever played Monopoly? Yeah. Nobody wins. No, it doesn't end. What's the point? Well, because it, it's like it's like it's supposed to be intense. It's supposed to be like a game of life. I was trying to lose to make her, <laughs> you know, feel good because yeah. I was leaving. You get two hundred dollars every time you go around. Yeah, and then you you can't lose. Yeah. It's the stupidest game. That's like, hey, let's play a game of basketball. Every time David scores, I also get a point. <laughs> so dumb. Every time I used to play Monopoly, I would always, I'd always cheat. I'd always be the banker, and I'd always... Oh, you just grab a little extra? I slip myself money, so I definitely never lost. It's, it's, I've never seen anyone win. In my 46 years on this earth, it's always like, eh. So I was, I was, sorry, I don't mean to change the subject, but I was in an escape room the other day. This you were? Well, no, I walked right by one, and one of the reviews on the outside of the escape room was the most fun I've ever had in the last 43 years of life. <laughs> And I didn't know if it was a fucking joke or not. <laughs> if it was me. But that was, I was like, what has this person been up to? What has, what has this person been doing for 43 years where, where when they're trapped in a room, that is the most fun they're having? Well, actually, I know the story behind that. That person was held hostage in a basement. Well, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what I, that's the only thing I can imagine is like this person must have been kidnapped at one point and they, they love getting out and it's kind of like a kink they have. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they but, had Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Monopoly. It. Monopoly, it, it's, a, it's a tough game. Anyways, yeah. I go to the airport. The flight is delayed five hours. Five oh, hours. And when was your original flight time? 4.48. I buy the flight. Oh, 4.48 p.m.? Listen to this. No, if I buy the flight. I'm like, 4.48. I'm like, Dave will be happy. I get in at like 11. I'll be able to shoot a little bit. I buy the flight at 4.48. Ten minutes later, I, I go online to get my ticket. It's delayed. They don't tell you that when you buy the ticket. 
So anyways, I go, I spend $77 for extra leg room because I'm <laughs> flying coach because you know how cheap I am. Yeah. And I sit down, I sit down in my seats and there's no one in my row. So I'm like, this is great. Yeah, you can lay down. Yeah, no one's in my row. Well, this girl comes along. She's probably about 30 years old. And she looks like she's been shopping in Trader Joe's for the last two weeks, just hanging out. She's just kind of like, eh. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. What does it she's mean? She's just kind of, eh. She's just like kind of hippie-ish and kind of like, you just, oh. you just tell it. She goes, she, goes, she goes, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Like that. It's a nighttime flight. Is anyone sitting here? And I go, no, no, not yet. And so she sits down. And, uh, and I can just tell. And then she's like talking to herself. She's like, huh, hmm, <sighs> got to get my phone. <sighs> Where's my gum? Saying all this sure. stuff. Talking to stewardesses, asking for stuff. So you can just tell. So I take my hood, my clickbait hoodie, and I, <laughs> I, I tie it around my head. Yeah. I don't want to talk at all. So I get, my, I get my phone out, and I start playing my pool game. Just don't want to talk to her because I can just tell she's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you can tell you're gonna have a long conversation with her if you start talking. Yeah, I, I just know. She goes, "Excuse me, can you turn your brightness down?" Oh my god! And that that's a, that's a that's a, a hot button for me because that was the reason I got divorced because of the brightness. Because of fun. brightness. Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you this story? No. This is the reason I got divorced. Are you being serious? Yeah. I was in the office. This was the final straw. I was in the office. Oh, I never even asked you about this. This is so interesting. I was in the office, and I'm doing my work. Probably something that fucking was going nowhere, but I am trying. And um, she comes in to use the elliptical. And she's like, oh. <laughs> this is such an LA thing. Ugh, you're in here? And I was like, yeah, I'm in here. It's the office. Where the elliptical is. Shared space. Been together 10 years. Kind of how it goes. Sure. You know, we don't have a freaking... 10 bedroom mansion. So she gets on the elliptical and she's like, she's like, she's like, can you, can you stop just typing? Can you stop like typing? Oh no, first she goes, can you turn the music off? Can you turn the music off? And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. I'll turn the music off. And then she's like, uh, she likes elliptical in complete silence. She had her headphones on and I guess my music was bleeding through, but I was there first. (laughs) So then she goes, she goes, ah, can you, can you just like stop typing so loud? And I was like, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, you, know. you got to get better headphones. Yeah. And then the final straw, she goes, can you, she goes, can you turn the lights out? This wasn't the final straw. She goes, turn the lights out. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And then. The lights out? The lights in the office. Can you turn the lights out? Oh, okay. And I go, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. So now I'm sitting in the dark, like typing quietly, trying to still work. <laughs> And then she goes, the brightness, the brightness of the computer. Can you turn it down? And I, I just walked out. And that was it. Holy shit. That felt like a divorce. Yeah. That, that was the final straw. That felt like, that's exactly how, like, <laughs> the, the, you, like, you painted, like, a broken relationship perfectly. Yeah. Like, that, that feels pretty fucking brutal. So that's a and hot you guys button. just fucking hate each other. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And then what? What did you say? Nothing. Because there's no point in arguing with her because she's so smart. She just comes back like a fucking terror. She comes back like Muhammad Ali. If you, if you question anything, she's like, rah, 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 rah. and then you're like, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. but when did you tell her you wanted the divorce? I don't know. The next day. <laughs> no, no, yeah, not the next day. I don't but, remember. But how did you say it? Like, I'm so curious. How do you bring that up? I just was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I just can't. 
And I was like, I, I, I don't want to like hang out with you and your friends on Saturday night. I want to go film. I want to like. I want to make vines. Uh, yeah, at the time. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I was doing other things. And what did like, she say? You know, she was, she was bummed out. She was crying? Yeah, of course. I mean, oh my God, really? Down. Yeah, it was awful. I always thought it was mutual. No, after, after. It's so hard, like for people listening and for people that like know like your persona, it's so hard to. To explain to them that I want that you ended a relationship, <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, and then after I ended it, she was like, she was like, okay, that's it. And I remember like trying to like talk to her about it a couple months later, and I said, I said, well, you know, maybe maybe you can like change, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I just I just there was just a lot of things that I didn't like. And what'd you say? Fuck no. She said, people don't change. Oh, that was deep. Isn't that deep? Yeah, I guess. I mean, she's kind of right. I guess if you're if you're at that age, people don't change. Yeah, I guess. I yeah. mean, I don't think you'll ever change. I don't know. I you're mean, right. you're, you're pretty much you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so been... and the other five. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. And then, how did you tell your kids? I'm so curious. Oh, it was the worst. Oh my god! Were the you... worst was a neighbor came over who we were really close with, and he was like crying. Wait, were you crying? He was upset. I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Were you crying? Explaining it to your kids? Um, no. No, I wasn't crying. I was just like, you know, mommy. Did you make jokes? No. Mommy and daddy love each other, but <gasps> we're going to be. Did your kids start crying? Yeah, they were really bummed out. It sucked. Do they know what it was? Yeah, they're just like, daddy's not going to live here anymore. But we're still friends, and mommy and daddy love each other, but daddy's not going to live here anymore. And then, I mean, I, I think Holy it. Fuck. It like, so that's why when like you're like, fuck your kids, come to Chicago, we've got a film. Well, you don't have any other things to elaborate on a divorce? Like, you're not talking about it at all. It's... I mean, uh, there was one other story, which No, was, but you don't have anything about, like, making your kids, like, explaining to your kids, like, that yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, we sat him down, and he was like, Mom, Mommy, we're really sorry. Mommy, Daddy's not going to live here anymore. I still love Mommy very much. And they were, they were just really bummed. That's it. Yeah, we gave him hugs, and then we There's no them. more little, little things in that story. You got divorced. It's very, very... It's a huge moment. I feel like if I got divorced, I could talk about it for eight hours. I, I mean, we just... We just told them, and then immediately you start buying your kids things. Like, how does this work? Like, how? Do, like, what? How? Well, it, guilt- it, it happens over time, David. It's how not, guilty? It's, it's how not gu- all condensed. How guilty did you feel? Awful. Yeah. Awful. Still, still feel awful. That's why I, you know, when you want me to go somewhere, and I'm like, that's why you hang out with your kids so hang much. With my kids, I, I feel bad. Yeah. Every time, every time, Jason wants, I want Jason to go somewhere. He's always like, I can't. My kids, my kids, my kids. And then I love it when Natalie's sitting around. She goes, <laughs> when, when Natalie's sitting around, she goes, my parents are fucking divorced. They saw me once a week. What's wrong with you? <laughs> She'll always chime in, and it's so funny to hear Natalie chime in. Um, because Jason, like Jason has like the crazy, I've never seen like a, a parent have as much guilt as Jason has. I don't know. Jason may not be telling me the full story. He must have murdered the real mother <laughs> because, because he, he's like, I need to see my kids every second of every day. I haven't seen them in 17 minutes <laughs> and then they'll call each other. And, and like when they're not with each other, they're playing this pool game on their phone. That's fucking constant. It's like, what are these? I'm Pigeon scared. Games. I'm scared that these kids aren't going to grow up. To be independent because you you hang out with them. You know you you realize you hang out with them more than parents that are together. You do really? Yes. I don't think so. I think a normal normal dad goes to work. He comes home at seven, and he you know he hangs out with his kids every night. But not me. I'm out shooting every night. I go and see him for like an hour or two, but then I'm back out. Then I wrote Charlie this really long letter from the plane, and that I and then I paid for Wi-Fi so I could send it to her. Oh yeah, explaining like why I had to leave. 
and you know, and why can it's you read important. It? Huh? Can you read it? Yeah. Go. I can read it. It's long. Let me read it. Okay. Go ahead. This is Jason's letter to Holy fuck. Oh my god, Jason. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, so so this is what he wrote to his daughter because she was crying that he left. My dearest Charlie, I'm not even kidding, this is how it starts <laughs> off. As if as if he literally is moving to Jamaica for the rest of his life. <laughs> He's going to Lollapalooza for two nights. <laughs> and this is this is this isn't that crazy. This is how it is for Jason to leave his kids. My dearest Charlie, it broke my heart to leave you today. I feel bad that you are only 10 and both mommy and daddy are gone. It's not really fair to you. I hope you understand that daddy spent many years with no money and that scared, and that scared daddy quite a bit. Oh my God. This is getting really deep. You're, you're really laying it all on the line. I was so unhappy and I felt crappy most of the time. Now I have a new career as a YouTuber. It's pretty silly. This is making me tear up. It's pretty silly. That I'm so old and do YouTube. <laughs> but I like it and it makes me happy. What makes me the most happy is to take you out and spend time with you. Oh, and also hanging out with David. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I added that part in. Today when we played Monopoly was just the most fun I've had in a while. <laughs> About 15 minutes ago, you're like, who the fuck plays Monopoly? What's the fucking point? Just hearing you laugh was so incredibly delightful. Second to that was being in the waves with you yesterday. Sometimes I think it's a waste of time to work so hard for money and when money doesn't buy happiness. If you can choose to be an artist, an actor, or singer, or comedian, you will realize what makes you happiest is your craft. Coming, coming up with jokes or learning lines and doing a good job. I think you probably already know this. I saw how glowing you were. At, I saw how you were glowing after you played at Yada. What's Yada? Yada is the theater company she does. I could tell you knew you did a great job and felt great inside. Work and being with you and Wyatt is something I struggle with so much. And I hope and I hope you know I went to Chicago to make sure Mommy, Wyatt, you and Grammy can have money when you need it one day. <laughs> Bro, this is like it's cute, but it's so dramatic. It's like you're fucking leaving forever. I'm not sure how long YouTube will last, so I gotta make it while I can. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have committed to doing the podcast, and if I miss a week, then I not only lose money, but we could lose the sponsors for good. So here I am, stuck on a hamster wheel, anchoring to David, and, and sitting on a crummy plane with no legroom, which is also a lie, because you upgraded to legroom, so you're just lying to your daughter. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I, I just watched a documentary about Gilda Radner on the plane, and it reminded me of you. She was on SNL. Bro, this is so crazy. This is like, this is like what I imagine. Like, like I, I hate to make this comparison. Like, it's like someone in like, like, a, like a fugitive camp writing back to their family that they haven't seen in seven years. Like someone's stuck in Vietnam and like, yep, they're not letting me go yet. They're not letting me go on until the negotiations are done. <laughs> I wanted to let her know that but I, I, I was thinking about her. But, but honey, I, I know you know I'm completely innocent, and they're holding me against my will for no reason. But I'll be back in 17 years, and I and I think about you every day. Okay, I'm gonna skip a little bit. I want to make I want to make more time for us, and I want to get you really good at acting because I know that's your dream. I love you, Charlie. I w I will always be here for you. Just gotta leave from time to time because life keeps calling me. One day I'll be sitting on the beach begging you to come see me. But you'll be a famous actress and won't have time. I would say you will understand more then, but you're so smart. I know you already got it. Save this letter and keep it when you miss me. Remember, you're always in my heart. Love, Daddy. This is making me cry. <laughs> also, P.S. Oh, my God. Here's a quote. <laughs> Unrelated, but I thought they were so beautiful. She died of cancer after writing this, which makes me, okay. This is a quote that he, he, he left Charlie in his dying time of boarding United <laughs> Airlines. <laughs>
as as Jason is taking off at, with extra legroom in United Airlines, this is the last thing he sent his daughter. I wanted the I wanted the perfect ending, so I sat down to write the book with the ending in place before there even was an ending. Now I've learned the hard way. It's about knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what will happen next. Love, Daddy. <laughs> Man, I'm so sorry for your passing. I feel like I have to call Charlie now and apologize that her her father has gone. Dude, this is insane. You think so? She wrote me right. She wrote me back. She's like, I'm crying. Thank you so much. I really. I, I'll always come see you, even when I'm older on the beach. Blah blah blah. Then my mom texted me. She didn't write you back. It's on my text. Oh, oh it was on my laptop. She did. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I just checked Jason's actual text, <laughs> and the message just says not delivered. <laughs> no, it's on my laptop. Oh, wow. I can't believe that was – that was at the, at the same time, it was like the sweetest thing, but also it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was like – it was a mixture. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, no dad would do that. Which also, like, I shouldn't hate on because it's pretty sweet. Yeah. But, like, I also, I'm, I'm just, the, the reason I give you shit for it is because I'm like, no dad does that. Like, don't feel the need to do that. Like, don't feel guilty when you're not there. Right. Because the fact that you even sent this, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> you literally wrote her a book. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was really sweet. I actually Thanks. did tear up. You saw me tear up. I know. I know. You're a softie. Yeah. I know you are. You always, you always tear up at that stuff. But it's so, so funny. Because you're so tough all the time. It's also so funny because I tear up and I'm also like, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> Fuck you for writing this, you stupid idiot. So it's a pretty pretty funny mix. Okay, what's your experience with Legacy Box, Jay? Oh, pretty great. I got it from my mom, and uh, you know, because she's always got the old pictures and stuff. Yeah, and um, she puts a lot of my fat pictures in there, which I asked her not to. So Legacy Box, that's it's really interesting because you could save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever. They basically, you basically turn a photo into a digital copy, mm-hmm. and you can experience the joy and nostalgia of reliving the glory days. It gives you peace of mind and a great sense of accomplishment. It's it's awesome because if you have a photo that you think you're going to lose. Or, you know, it's just... You, it's, it's great if you're sentimental. Especially if you have photos lying around the house. You never know when your house will catch on fire and everything will burn down. <laughs> especially <laughs> with your flamethrower. Especially if you have a flamethrower around the house. This is perfect because you can, you can take those photos and digitize them. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box so far. Over a decade of experience. And all the work is done by hand right here in the United States. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. You can visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. You can go to LegacyBox.com slash views, and you'll get 40% off your first order. Guys, so if you want to turn anything anything into any kind of memory um, into a digital memory, this is the perfect way to do it. You can go to LegacyBox.com slash views and save 40% today. You can get started preserving your past. Maybe your Legacybox.com slash views. Maybe your David's disposables, you could use Legacy Box. Okay, sorry. Back to the story. What happened with this fucking strange woman on this airplane? So she's like, can you turn your brightness down? Yeah. And I go, I go, I, go, I cannot. I am writing a book. To, <laughs> I'm writing a book to send to my daughter because I will not see her for three days. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was, I was just, I hadn't written the letter yet. I was just on my phone playing my pool game. And, uh, and I go, I, sh- I go, I go, it's all the way down. I show her. I go, it's all the way down like that. And she's like, she, she goes, it wasn't, she goes, there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more you can put down like that. And I was like, and then I go, and then I look up. Her light 
on the airplane is shining in her face. I go, what about your light right there? Why don't we start there? And she goes, oh, 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 oh. I, you I didn't, didn't say that. I did. I did. You didn't, I, you didn't I did. Say, you because didn't you know say, why? You didn't say, why don't we start there? I did. I did. I swear to God. I go, I swear, dead ass. I go, why don't we start there? Because you know what? When she told me about the brightness, I, I was just like so fed up with like people telling me what to do in my life. I'm like, no, yeah. no. I'm going to fucking say something this time. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's such a turn on when somebody. I used turn to have, on? Yeah. I used to have a friend. <laughs> what? I used to have a friend and as a girl. And, uh, and I went to the, the, the I went to Jones on Thurber there once, and this woman cut her in line. And, and sh- she goes, excuse me, excuse me, no, no, you just cut me in line. Because normally you would just let that go. You think that's a turn on? Yeah. I, th- I think when people stand up for themselves. I think it's the biggest turn off. Why? Um, you like, think you should just let it go? I, I think th- situations like that, yeah. Like that's a, like... If I'm in line and like this lady cuts me and I was with my significant other, I would just turn around and just make a joke about it or laugh, be like, "What the fuck is wrong with this bitch?" You know oh, what I mean? No, no, I, I think it's. Good I to hate. Stand up. I hate that when someone like makes a scene. Makes a scene. Oh my god! You don't like when that I make is. A scene. If I, if I'm with someone, <laughs> oh my god! I've I've hung out with people where they're like they'll like I've hung out with like girls. Well, they'll they'll make a scene, right? And it's like I'm completely checked out. Like I don't want to. I don't even want to. I can't be around this. But when they're like, "What's wrong? What's wrong with this food?" Like when they complain about food or something, or like <laughs> that, I don't like. I'm like, I don't I am like. So checked out, and it's like I can't even. I can't even hold a conversation with this person anymore because I just want to leave. That's I, different. Giving a waiter or waitress a hard time, I totally agree with you. That's not cool. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it is a little bit different, but I don't. I don't know. I. I I think it's just like someone cut, cutting you in line is just such a little small thing that I just would never get upset about. Anyway. That's I, so weird that that's a turn on for you. I stood up for myself. Babe, the way that you fucking turned that person not to cut you in line was so sexy. Like I just can't wrap my head around like how, I don't know. Whatever. I like it. So okay, anyways, you, I said, why don't you start there? And she goes. And she said that was the hottest thing anyone has ever said. <laughs> you know, it's a turn on that you're telling me to turn this light off. Like, okay. Okay. Sorry. I keep it on. So she turns the light off. And then I go, I go, this is what I said. I go, you weren't even supposed to sit here like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. And I, I go, now you're telling me what to do? Because I was mad. She didn't pay the $77. Would that bother you? No. Okay, sorry. What did she say? And then what happened? She's like, okay, okay. It was just a simple request. It was just a simple request. And I go, well, I'm sorry. Like that. I go, you have the light off now. And, of course, I'm still, like, thinking about it. And I'm still, like, trying to hide my phone, hide the brightness. <coughs> and then there's, like, a, a lull. And she just goes, it was just a simple request. <laughs> <laughs> I like your relationship. Then I go, then I'm laughing. I go, I go, I go, oh, my God. And I go, I stick my hand out and I go, hi, I'm Jason. I think we got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> like that. She just looks at me. I go, what's your name? Like that. And she goes, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. And I was like, okay. Then she starts talking to me in the middle of the flight. Like nothing happened. She goes, you know that dumb movie that we went and saw? Well, I won't say that, but there was a movie that you and I went and saw. It was a com- comedy, romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We walked out. And that's on. She goes, have you seen this? Like that. Like nothing happened. Crazy. She goes, I've seen it uh, this is the third time I've seen it. It's not very good. And I was just like, ugh. You know, you just, one thing about being 46, David, is I know, I know a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, not, sure. Not that I'm smart in any way. That's so funny. But I know the outcome of things. I know when you go to the bar at 12 to get footage or 2, p- 2 a.m., it's probably not going to happen for you. You know what's so funny about like flights is like I imagine like like on a flight, let's say you have – like a, if I ever have a conversation with someone at the beginning of the flight, like sometimes I'll sit next to someone and then they'll strike up a conversation. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to New York to, um, to be on to, – to do some press. And then I don't talk to them for the next six hours of the flight. It's always so funny because the second you're getting up, it's like the conversation picks up again. And it's like, well, good luck on your, good luck at your show, good luck on press. Like it's so funny. Like I haven't talked to this person in six hours, but it's like, like you know, like when you're in an elevator, it's like, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to visit my friend. And then there's like ten seconds of like awkwardness because there's nothing else to say. And then the person's leaving, and they go, well, have fun with your friend. <laughs> but on a flight, it's really funny because it's, like, literally five hours apart. And it's, like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Someone's probably napping. And then it's, well, good luck on your show. I'll see you later. Like, it's such a funny, it's such a funny way of, like, continuing the conversation. Well, and I imagine that ended, like, well, it was nice seeing you. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? As we were walking through O'Hare, I- I'm, I'm, like, racing to try to get home. And she's right there next to me. And, and I just stopped. And I pretended like I needed something in my bag. <laughs> just let her go by. Yeah, just let her go. I'm having this weird thing on planes. I, every time I wake up now, I wake up and I'm, like, looking around because I'm, like, discombobulated. And I, I wake up right when we land all the time. Like, yeah. sometimes the stewardess has to wake me up because oh. I'm just so, like, knocked out. Lucky you. Um and I wake up. I always nap the entire flight. The entire I don't I don't order food. I don't order drinks. Nothing. I just nap. And um, and every time I wake up, I'm looking around, and the entire like cabin is staring at me. <laughs> and it's like really weird because I don't know I don't know what I'm doing in my fucking sleep. Like I don't know if I've just been like chanting in my sleep or if I've been like yelling in my sleep. I don't know if I've been doing something embarrassing where everyone's like, let's see how this kid acts when he's up. Like, I don't know if they're just looking at me because it's just a big coincidence. I think they're jealous, or they, I think they're marveling that you slept the whole time because no one can sleep on a plane. That could be it. It's like, oh, I, w- I want to see this kid's face because I've seen his head down the entire time. I wonder what he looks like. And I'm not, e- I'm not even, like, exaggerating this. I mean, everybody is looking at me. I think they think you're dead. Like, the second I get up, like, the guy sitting right next to me staring at me. Yeah. The people behind me are staring at me. He, he wants to see if you're alive. And he's it, like, oh, he's good. He's and, good. And I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, I must have fucking said something in my sleep. I must have like threatened to hijack this plane when I was sleeping because everybody's looking at me like I'm a fucking lunatic. No, you don't talk in your sleep. I've been next to you asleep on planes. Okay, thank God. Because I, I thought there was something seriously wrong with me. What was your favorite item from your Stitch Fix box? Um, probably the shoes that they sent. Guys, if you don't know what Stitch Fix is, it's an online personal, personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. I actually had a stylist come over to my house for the first time. I saw that. That was crazy. They brought all black. Do you know how that works? How does it work? So, like, they, they buy. They go out and buy. I don't know if it was my credit card or if it was theirs. They go out and buy all the clothes. Right. And they come to your house and you try them on in your house. Mm. I hate, I hate, like... Going through the process of buying new clothes, so it's hor- I do too, and I hate trying stuff on. But if someone's there, I hate trying with it me. on, and it was and it's horrible. And the worst part is they bought all the clothes, and I asked, I'm like, how much is this entire rack? Because I know they bought fucking expensive clothes, mm-hmm. ten to fifteen thousand dollars she spent on the clothes. And how much are you gonna keep? I kept like like under a thousand dollars worth of clothes. <laughs> so she goes out and she returns everything. 
Oh god! But that's crazy. That's cr- is that crazy? There was not one colorful item on that rack. No, I saw it. Was it. You're all, so such a black. It was all black. Person. So instead of doing that, you can go to stitchfix.com/views and you could tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. So you don't spend. You don't end up spending fifteen thousand dollars. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on. Pay only for what you love and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. Get started now at stitchfix.com views, and you'll get an extra $25 off when you keep all five, of five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com views to get started today. Stitchfix.com views. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One of my YouTube videos, my YouTube video the other day got accidentally monetized. Okay. So I made money on it. So oh. I made like regular money. Well, not regular. Like can you tell me what it was? Um, I can. Um, Off it, mic? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just, told, I just told them using my fingers. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's nice, but I mean, it's not what you think it would be. It's so funny because it's, it's uh, I, I tell people I don't make a lot of money on my YouTube channel. And I think it's hard for people to like understand because mm. they're like, "What is? What them like you more?" It's like, "What is a lot of money?" Mm-hmm. Like he's probably making like three hundred grand, and he thinks that's not a lot of money, right? But I currently, before my YouTube video actually got monetized, I've been making less money on YouTube than I did being a waiter at a retirement home. <laughs> really? <laughs> that crazy? That's crazy. That's how much. That's how little money I've been making. Less money than being a waiter at a retirement home. Which, which now, what I'm questioning is, my video yesterday was excellently monetized. It was no different than any other video. Why the fuck are the rest of my videos not getting accidentally monetized too? Right. That had no effect on anything in the world that it was monetized. It's a glitch. But that's crazy. But I mean, you don't play by the rules. You have to play by the other rules. I know. So and you make the rest in merch. I mean, it's a choice. I don't know. It just, it, it, it's it a choice. Crazy. You have great music in your videos, and you but know, I don't. It's not even the music. It's not even getting copyrighted. It's just getting like age. Like I don't know. Whatever. I complain about it a lot. I don't know. It's I don't okay. know. What you it can is. complain about it. It Thank sucks. You. Thank and they you should. So much. They should compensate you because you do bring a lot of people. It just, into It the sucks app. because I want to make. I want to make bigger videos, but I can't because you know. I want more of – if I was making – I've told a friend told, didn't give you 10 grand. I've told, I've told this to my friends. If I was making regular YouTube money, every single one of my friends and everybody around me in my life would be driving a sports car and a regular day-to-day car. <laughs> everybody – I would have gotten – I would have gotten – because I don't, I don't care for like keeping money. I don't know what it – like I, I have enough money where I can like whatever, pay for bills and shit. Yeah. But like when I get money, like I don't – like there's – I'm not like saving for anything big. So I'm not like, I'm not really, I don't know. I save, but whatever. If I was making like regular YouTube money, I'd be giving away so much money (laughs) that it would be like, where the fuck is he printing this from? (laughs) And it'd be like, it'd be, I I, I know I I do it enough now, but I would just love to be able to make like proper YouTube money where I can just fucking be like balls to the wall. Why don't you get a meeting with them? Uh, Just tell them. It's it's not even, it's not even worth it. God, but I, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, did you hear about this blind dad porn? 
that's out now. Are you being serious? Yeah. No, what happened? It's just a lot of porn out there with blind dads. It, it's really weird. Oh, wait. The dad is blind in the porn? <laughs> so, like, start out, and they're, like, they're walking him to the car, the brother and stepbrother, the stepbrother and stepsister. Yeah. And they're like, oh, come on, dad. Come on. The operation. Uh, you'll be able to see in a couple weeks. It's oh, just my God. Like, and then the stepbrother and stepsister have sex? Yeah, in front of them. And then like, it's like, oh, thank you so much for, for helping me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, I kind of remember where the kitchen is. And they're like, it's okay, Dad. Do you want anything? He's like, I'd love some. And he's got like a cane. He's like knocking it around. I love some orange juice. As they're having sex? Yeah. And then like they go over and get the orange juice. And then like the stepbrother's like feeling her ass or whatever. (laughs) She's like, stop it. Don't do it. (laughs) Huh? What's that? Did you say something? The blind dad is like that. And then, you know, he starts like having sex to theirs. Like, guys? Guys? Is everything okay? God. Yeah. It's pretty great. Porn is so crazy because not that I know, but there's 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 uh, my favorite of the videos where it's like it's like there people are on public and it's like and and then they'll, they'll be like a girl and a guy will sneak under the the dinner table as everyone's having dinner around them yeah. and have sex under the table yeah. as if like the people above them are like blind deaf and just completely like don't even ask gone. where they went. Yeah, they're yeah. just like, and these two are having sex under the table and like moaning and everything, and like the people up there are just like, mm, "This is delicious." And they have, and porn is so it's so great. My, there's also there's also videos where it's like where there'll be like an intruder that'll break in, yeah, and like we'll have sex with the wife of the husband, uh-huh. and, and I see I know so many different porn videos, and uh, and the wife will be like sticking her head out the window, and the husband will be like, "Are you ready to go?" Uh-huh. And she'll be like, "No, not yet, honey." <laughs> As this like intruders having sex with her, porn is fucking crazy. Like you can really like if you go there's a porn there's a an, on section there's a section on Pornhub and it's funny, funny it's, videos. It's it's funny porn. Oh, I never checked that out. So it's like Scooby Doo. So it's like <laughs> what do you mean? It's like someone dresses up as someone dresses up as Shaggy and the other person's Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. There's one where everyone's dressed up as the Flintstones and Shaggy fucks Scooby Doo. Yeah, shut up. And like a dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like the girl is Scooby Doo. Yeah, and then there's one that like uh, there's one like uh, like Hey Scoob, I love your pussy. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Velma will probably grow into be like a prettier woman <laughs> because Daphne's like I feel like Daphne's like too much about sex. Who's that? Who's the guy? What do you mean? When did Daphne ever talk about sex? What are you talking about? I just got that vibe. Where were her and her and Fred always sneaking off to? <laughs> they were being they're ghost hunting, you idiot. I don't think so. <laughs> of course they were. Wait, who was his name Fred? Did you ever see the episode where Daphne fucks a ghost? <laughs> no, wait, no. wait, was was his name Fred? Yeah, you the got blonde it. the blonde guy? Yeah, the, he was like big and beefy and hunky. Yeah, like okay, so they would always pair up. And then oh my god! And Velma would lose her fucking glasses. They were doing blind porn before it was a thing. Velma would be like, where are my glasses? And Daphne and Fred would be like, oh, I don't know. It's over there. Go look for him over there. Um, No, I don't know. I think Velma would. I mean, Velma was pretty in the the show. Like that. that, I don't know. Cartoon character. Oh, no. No. If you watch the movie, actually, Velma's played by a very, very pretty actress. Oh, she's played by... um, uh... 
she's Rachel, very, Rachel Lee Cook. I, I don't know who it is, but she's very pretty. She's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she plays Velma. She, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pretty ugly girl, what they do in those movies. They take the hottest girl and they put glasses on them. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> they don't actually so cast funny. someone that should be playing Velma. That's like I watched this Noah Centennial movie the yeah. other day on Netflix with Wyatt. And it, and it, it was pretty good. Like, I actually liked Noah it. Noah Centennial is such a good looking guy and he always plays like nerds. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, he comes in and he's the loser. The first scene. A guy goes by in a BMW. He's like, "Whoa, wish I had a car like that." Yeah, it's it's hard to believe at this point, especially because yeah. he's in like eighteen Netflix movies. It's like impossible to believe that that guy's the loser. Yeah, he's pretty pretty hunky. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty good movie though. We um, liked it a lot. No, he's good. He also played a gigolo in the movie in high school that doesn't have sex with girls. I'm imagining someone pitching that. He's a he's a gigolo in high in high school. What? He's like, yeah, 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 but he doesn't have sex with the girls. And I'm just like, huh? It's an interesting premise. Were you cast as anybody weird ever? Uh, why I was on a TV show called uh, Drake and Josh. It was pretty good. You were a waiter. That was cast perfectly. I was a massage therapist once on a sitcom on Fox. <laughs> like, you know, a real touchy-feely massage therapist. That's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. Hard. You said hard. I did. But today, hiring could be easy and you only have to go one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. Guys, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. Do you ever, like when I'm reading these ads, do you ever think, wow, David's a good reader? Yeah, you've gotten a lot better. Because sometimes I read these and I go, oh my God, I'm going so quick right now. I hope people can understand me. You do go quick, which is nice for the listener. It's like I'm, I, I don't know, whatever. You're good, you're good. You're good at reading. Thank you, Jason. You've done a good job. And hey, listen, by the way, speaking of jobs. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Nash. ZipRecruiter. Dot com slash Nash. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Guys, if you need me to read anything, um, you can probably find me on ZipRecruiter because I'm getting way better at it. <laughs> David's on ZipRecruiter. Listen, listen to the podcast before, like a couple couple weeks ago. I didn't know how to read. <laughs> I'd love to tell you your reads are trash, but I actually like But them. I have learned so much. Great. Um, Jam, hosting the Teen Choice Awards. Very excited which for is, you. Which is, Am uh, I going? I don't know about that. <laughs> They're giving me a plus fifteen, so I have to really, I have to really think about who I want to bring. Okay, I'll, I'll make some different plans that day. Um, no, but that's. I'm really nervous. I've never hosted for anything. I'm hosting with Lucy Hale, which I'm pumped about because she's hosted them before. Yeah. So, so I know she's like a veteran. Um, I went back and I watched a one from 2017. Yeah. And it'll be a cakewalk for you. It will. Yeah. I was I'm, gonna send gonna, it to you. I'm so scared of fucking this up. Bro, is it live? It's no. Oh, it's taped to be live though. You're great. It airs the next day, but yeah. So I'm hosting that. I'm really excited about that. Have you worked with a prompter yet? No. I have to read off a prompter, which is I guess kind of cool because after that ZipRecruiter ad read I just did, um, (laughs) I'm pretty damn good at reading. Your reading has come so far. Maybe that's why they hired me to host the Teen Choice because like we've been listening to your ad reads. After that 60 minutes piece about you being a famous YouTuber that can't read, <laughs> it, you've really come along. Um, no, but yeah, I'm excited for that. What are you gonna What are you gonna be doing? You think you're gonna be like? Do you doing tape pieces, remote pieces, or you just go up there? I have no idea. I, I, it's a week away. I know. I don't know yet. They really haven't filled me in. Are you kidding me? No, I'm so nervous. What do they say to you they say so good, far? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Are they Russian? Yeah, good luck, all... David. Good luck. No, I don't know. 
Um, I'll figure it out, and I'll keep you updated as you the think time you bring your camera. Actually, the <laughs> the day the day of rehearsals for it is also the premiere of Angry Birds. Oh, how uh, are you going to do that? I don't know. I'm having a super Hollywood weekend. I'm going to the movie premiere that I'm in because I have one line in it, <laughs> and I get an, a, a ticket to the premiere, which is pretty fucking sick. That's pretty great. Uh, the director, every time I say I have one line in the movie, the director, like, sends me a DM. He's like, you know you have a couple others, right? <laughs> like reassuring me. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. But yeah. All right. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I got to go to Lollapalooza. My friends are currently getting drugged and drunk and I got to oh, go film them. My Comedy Central show comes out August 13th. Oh, wait. So, so yeah, weird. I know David's excited about it. He's going to be plugging it on his Instagram story. <laughs> so, so yeah, go follow me on here. Instagram so you can see those plugs. <laughs> Instagram is at David Obrick. Second Chances. Yeah. That's the name of it. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank you you guys for listening. My name's Jeff. Bye. Bye.